Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tito. And today we are looking at Ruth. And what I want to know, Anson, is you can be ruthless, but can you just be Ruth? (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, Ruth is like this nice term that means friend or compassionate. And being ruthless is having no pity and being cruel. So what about Boaz in this story? Right. We learned that they get like he redeems Ruth, but when she's not around, is he Oh he's ruthless. <laughs> oh he is ruthless. When no she's compassion not from him. Yeah. He's this man of upstanding character, but when she's not around. He goes haywire <laughs> because Ruth is not there. So anyway, what a silly little intro to our podcast. But uh, we hope you guys are doing good today. We are going to look at Ruth, uh, who has a lot of kind of cool connections. We find out that uh, she's the great grandmother of David. Um, She is related uh, through uh, Abraham's nephew, Lot. So kind of bookended in between some really big characters of Lot and Abraham and David. We find Ruth uh, so yeah, what do you have for us before we learn more about her on Sunday? Yeah, so Ruth, she's a really interesting person, and her story is really fascinating. She's she's someone who becomes widowed because her husband, and then her sister in law's husband, and then her mother in law's husband all die. So then they're all left widowed, not really knowing what to do. Her relationship with with her mother in law Naomi and is is and her former husband, her her husband that died, that was what was keeping her in Israel. And her story is is just fascinating in, in where we see her loyalty and where we see her commitment and where we see her love for for her mother in law. And then we also just see God working in and through this story. So Naomi is it goes to goes to Ruth and Orpah, the the other woman who had married into the family, is like, go back to your families. Like go, you there's nothing for you here. There's nothing that I'm gonna offer. Go back to your families, then and and you'll be good. You can find another person to marry there. There's no one to redeem you. And what that means is that when someone would die, that their brother would, would be say, hey, you're going to keep the family line going, you're going to keep the family name, and uh, you're going to marry. So if if Ruth's brother-in-law, um, who who was still alive, then then he would be expected to marry Ruth to keep the family line going, but there wasn't that there. So Naomi's like, go back, but we see Ruth's loyalty. Orpah goes back to, to her people, but Ruth stays with Naomi. And they journey back to Bethlehem together, and that's where we meet this character, Boaz, who is ruthless when Ruth isn't around. All right. But Boaz is this, is this really fascinating person. He's related to Naomi through Naomi's dead, deceased husband, mm-hmm. which means, fascinatingly, that he is able to redeem Ruth, meaning he would be able to marry Ruth. And Ruth, and we see what sort of begins to be this love story. We yeah. see that that Ruth goes and 
Um, and, and he, she, she gleans in the fields that Boaz is at, that Boaz hears of Ruth's devotion to Naomi and, and tells Ruth to only glean in his fields, only to, to grab things in, in his fields. He's a upstanding man, a man of character and, and someone that would honestly be good for Ruth or, or someone to, to be with. He, he treats her really well, keeps other men away from her, says that she can drink water from what the other men have, have drawn from. Like, he is a good, good guy. And then we see this story of, it, it almost seems like Naomi sort of is like plotting this love story between the two of them, of telling Ruth to go and, and be with him and telling Ruth to go and glean in his fields and then and then ultimately telling Ruth to go and ask Boaz if he will redeem her, meaning if he will marry her. And then we see this unique story of this this threshing floor where where Ruth goes and sort of like climbs perpendicular in under the sheets of Boaz and and it wakes Boaz up when it's his feet touch her and it's this weird it's this weird story that isn't sexual in nature but it's actually this this story of just like this commitment and devotion to wanting Boaz to redeem her wanting Boaz to keep the family line going and to continue to move move that forward. So she she asks Boaz to to be her her redeemer, but then Boaz, and this is one of the unique things about Boaz, is he he understands the redeeming process. And while it might have been easy to be like, no, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll I'll redeem you, like you're re- you would be a good fit. He knows that there's one person that is cl- more closely related to Ruth than he. Like it's not just his marriage between two people. It would be someone redeeming the family line and continuing the family line. So then he goes and and follows the custom and asks the one person who's closer to give up his right to marrying Ruth. Like you give it to me in a, in right. a sense. Um, and the person does. So Boaz marries Ruth and they have a son named Obed who fathers Jesse, who we know fathers David. Yeah. Very, very close. So we see this devotion. It's a story of love. It's a story about God bringing about his plans through redeeming the hurt and pain that Naomi went through. Like if you read about Naomi in this story, she gives herself names throughout the story that are are heartbreaking, are are painful. Like she just lost her two sons and she lost her husband. Ruth lost her husband. Orpah lost her husband and father-in-law. Like this is a painful story if we place ourselves in those in those shoes. But we see through this story and through the rest of the Old Testament how God powerfully uses it to bring about his plans, to bring about what he has has designed. This pain that, that Ruth and, and Naomi went through ultimately leads to the man after God's own heart, the man who whose line is Jesus. That the line of, of David is where Jesus comes from. And we see how God uses her in that she's included in the lineage of Jesus in Matthew 1. She's included. She's only one, one of only four women that are included in the lineage of, of Jesus, which is powerful because it points to something for us. Ruth shows how God is working in and through the day-to-day things in life. She just goes and gleans in his fields. She just goes and de- is, devotes her life to loving and caring for Naomi and how how God brings about his plans and how God is working in and through those. And, and it also shows how God brings about his purpose through the pain and struggle. There's some, some significant pain and struggle in this story yeah. that losing people, grieving the loss of such close people is so hard, but yet God redeems it just like Boaz redeemed, redeemed Ruth. But ultimately, 
We see God's work and we also see her faith, Ruth's faith in God and trust in his plan. That staying with Naomi, while it might seem odd, but it's the only thing that's keeping her in Israel, and it might have meant in her mind that she was never going to marry again, that she was going to ever have kids, she was never going to, to be a mom. But yet she trusted and believed and, and worked um, to, to be devoted to, to what she felt the Lord was calling her to and devoted to her mother-in-law, which is powerful. This is a powerful story, and I'm excited for us to dive into it this this weekend as as our lead pastor, Dave Ripper, and then Jake Scott out in, out in Milford, sort of take us through this story looking at what so how do how do we learn how do we learn from the story what can we glean from Ruth and and how does God use this story um, to help us in in the with God journey yeah really really cool and what I really like is that uh, she is one of the four women mm. uh, in the lineage of Jesus right so we've got Tamar Rahab Ruth and then we just mentioned David but David then takes Bathsheba mm-hmm. um, so uh, the wife of Uriah and then, uh, and then Mary. So I am always just fascinated as to like why the Lord chose kind of those mm. women, um, because they are like Rahab was a prostitute. Mm. We learned about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Ruth who is, yeah, this very kind of nice redemptive and love story, which we don't read much about of the <laughs> in the Bible. Right. Wait till we get to Song of Solomon. Yes, there we go. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of a nice story, finally, after maybe some really crazy ones over the past, like, you know, few months and things like that. Since January? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like things are getting brighter. <laughs> it doesn't stay this way, which is sad. No, it does not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what do you think uh, we would find on her Facebook? Yeah. Not super, super interesting Facebook page, if I'm honest. Like, she has a love story, so her her right Facebook might just be lovey-dovey, kind of yeah. romantic, right. things like that. But she she was the woman of Moab. That was mm-hmm. sort of how she was referred to yeah. as because she wasn't an Israelite. And yep. that's what makes it even more interesting that she stays with Naomi. And again, same with Rahab, right? She was not an Israelite. Mm-hmm. so And yet we see how... God powerfully uses them in the story yeah. and in the lineage of Jesus to bring about his purposes mm-hmm. and his in his plans, which shows also that God cared for the nations outside of Israel as well. Right. And that is hard to believe sometimes when we hear about all these wars and how people wipe people out and, mm-hmm. and all of these things. But we see how God cares about them. He powerfully uses Rahab. He powerfully uses Ruth to bring about his lineage they're both in the lineage of jesus which is the best lineage to be in. yeah um but ruth wasn't super wealthy um she wouldn't have had a lot of money she had to go glean in the fields of of boaz this wasn't something that um she she really yeah she just wasn't wealthy some bad luck with her husband dying and then her brother-in-law dying and then Mm -hmm. another brother-in-law dying so you know, some bad luck there with whatever happened. But she does, I mean, your your grandson becomes king. Yeah. Right? And then your great-grandson, which is Solomon, mm-hmm. is one of the wisest men. So, you know, her lineage is further down the line. It's really impressive. Oh, it's, it's impressive. And we see that God's redemptive work through it all because we read all about, like, Solomon comes out of adultery. Yeah. That's where he's birthed out of. David commits adultery. Yeah. Um, and we see how God uses, even in this lineage, like, God's lineage is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Jesus' lineage is not perfect, yet it is a story 
of, of God's strength and God's power through people, not the strength and power of people because we all know yeah. we all broken. Yeah, really good. Awesome. So we hope you guys enjoy the weekend. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday and don't be ruthless. <laughs> See you, Anson. <laughs> See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.